Hey, you guys, welcome back to the A&K Sports Show. We are a weekly podcast show that is hosted by this lovely couple that for sure share one thing in common, and that would be our love for all things sports. We promise to let you inside of our sports minds and lives as we deliver the news and our hot takes from this week's past games and all things relative to sports. And I am Alina, a.k.a. Lena Lean, a.k.a. Lili, a.k.a. Lena. How you used to say it? Lena! Yeah. And the other host is... Y'all already know. (laughs) KC in the place to be. I'm not about to freestyle because y'all don't pay me. So somehow you're still trying to rhyme. Still trying. You trying to catch that deal? That's what you're trying to do. Yeah, you know. Mm. I'm gonna get it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna right. get it. All right, keep working on it. There ain't, ain't no working on it. We are back, good <laughs> folks. We are back. Let me give us a hand clap. We made it back, y'all. We did. Live show. What? 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 what uh, what's the date on this one? February twenty second. Mm-hmm. Live show. Yes. We're back, good folks. We got a jam-packed show for you guys. <sighs> Fresh off the NBA All-Star Game. We got a lot to unpack, good folks. Hopefully you had a safe weekend. And hopefully you're going to have a safe weekend coming up because we're in the middle of the week right now. It is Wednesday as we record this podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm happy to be back. We're making some traction on social media and YouTube, so continue to subscribe or tell the people about us. Continue to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or wherever you're accustomed to going to. And uh, let's go ahead and get right into it. What we got first? Lena Lean. Football. Football. NFL. Some coach changes. Some huge coach changes. Yes. So the... Kansas City Chiefs former uh, coach, uh, offensive coordinator, he has now left Eric Behenemy. Behenemy. I mean Behenemy. I don't know why I always want to say Behenemy. I just because <laughs> I don't know why I always want to say like. That. Do you see an age? Behenemy. I know. Um, he was hired by the Washington Commanders as their offensive coordinator. So this will be a lateral move why? for him. <laughs> yeah, which kind of begs the question, like you said, why? Um, just some background on him. So lately or in the past, he has been coaching with the Chiefs for five years. And he has coached in 14 playoff games. And the Washington Commanders, they've played in 10 playoff games since winning the Super Bowl in 1991 which i don't well i guess they wouldn't have been the commanders at that point but yeah yeah 91 i don't even who was playing on the team that was doug williams the first black quarterback Uh, okay okay all right so the first black quarterback to win the super bowl i'm sorry yeah yeah Yeah. i I knew what you meant yeah um but yeah, we had to make that clear because somebody might add us. Yeah, he was not. The- oh, shut up! <laughs> shut up, you out there! I'm tired of y'all in the comments. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Ooh, my headphones fell off. Yeah. But anyway, so the head coach 
for Washington is Ron Rivera. Mm-hmm. And ah, Got okay, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and as far as uh, Eric, he coached under Rick, under Coach Reed, Andy Reed, for quite some time. And then Rivera coached under Reed as well for five seasons with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> E-A-G-L-E-S. <laughs> and they've been friends. And Rivera has often sought Reed's advice. And his recommendation would carry a lot of weight in this type of situation, being that they've been friends to, you know, get that. Because it's about who you know, right? Yeah. So, Eric, you know all that relationship stuff between coaches. And so as a former player, um, I didn't realize he played running back. Eric. Eric can be enemy. Yeah, yeah. He, was a, he was a player's coach. Yeah, he um, so he uh, played with San Diego Chargers from 91 to 94, the Bengals from 95 to 98, and the Eagles in 99. Then as a coach, his experience has been at Colorado from 01 to 02 as a running backs coach, UCLA 03 to 05 running backs coach with the Minnesota Vikings from 2006 to 2009 as a running backs coach. Um, Am I saying? Oh, never mind. Uh, And then in 2010, he was the assistant head coach slash assist or slash running backs coach for the Vikings. Then he went back to Colorado from 2011 to 2012 as the offensive coordinator. Then became the Kansas City Chiefs running backs coach from 2013 to 2017. Then transitioned back into the offensive coordinator role for the Chiefs in 2018 through 2022. And now will become another Offensive coordinator for Washington slash assistant head coach. Here's the discussion that was going on the past week is why is he making a lateral move? And why is it that the same sentiment is shared throughout the league of he doesn't call plays? This is the biggest thing that everybody's been talking about. He does not call plays because Andy Reid would not allow him to call plays or it would be on and off. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the reasons why – that well, this is allegedly one of the reasons why that um, a lot of organizations would not hire Eric Bieniemy as a head coach. Um, but that argument was actually refuted by a lot of people. Um, there have been head coaches who have been hired that have never called plays, and it, heck, the Eagles' head coach today he never had called plays, and he was hired as a head coach. From Indianapolis, went all straight to the Eagles. So this whole thing about Eric Bieniemy not because he never called plays, I think that's something that they're twisting in the media to make it seem like he's not getting calls back because of that, and they want to play the race card as well. All right, so let me be let me be quite frank here. I just want to be quite frank here because I don't play the race card mm-hmm. only when it's super super obvious. NFL doesn't have the greatest history when it comes to um, racial equality. Let's say that. Racial equality in black head coaches, right? The the Rooney rule was put in play, Mm -hmm. which is a farce at this point. 
Mm-hmm. It just it, all that means is I have to interview at least one black coach or one minority, mm-hmm. and I met my quota. All right, or whatever the quota is of yeah. you interviewing a minority, you at least did it to put it yeah, on your book and say, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And that's total BS at this point. And now you got this situation where Eric Bieniemy, who time in and time out, has proved that. He could possibly get a head coaching job because he's won two Super Bowls, been to three, even though you got Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes in his, you know, in his own right as a future Hall of Famer, just based off his resume today. Um, you got Andy Reid, who is a Hall of Fame coach as well, who is who has a great resume from Philly to back when he was with the Packers, and so and even further back than that. Um mm-hmm. Andy Reid has a great history of head coaching, right? At this point, I'm just saying maybe there's something character-wise that we're not made privy to. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know, do we? No, we don't know. But actually, there is one person that does know. That one person is LaShawn McCoy. Mm. LaShawn McCoy... Wow, wow. Actually went on to, a, let, let's play the clip. Let's play the clip, y'all. What's his value? What makes him a good offensive coordinator? See, the problem is a lot of these people that go on social media, oh, he should be the guy for the job. They haven't played there. They're not in the locker room. I've been in the rooms where he's coaching. And he has nothing to do with the pass game at all, right? When the plays are, are designed, that's Andy Reid. When you talk about offensive coordinators, I can tell you what makes Brian Dayball with the Giants a very, very good coordinator. I can tell you with Andy Reid or Doug Peterson, but when I asked about um, Eric Bieniemy, what makes him good? If we watch the film of practices and we correct the, the, the wide receivers, the running backs, the, the quarterbacks, he doesn't talk in there. Andy Reid talks in there. He may say things to the running back because he's an ex-running back coach. I get that. But he has no real responsibility. Now you go from the Chiefs, where you can hide behind Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Hey, then you go to the, the Washington where you got to call plays. You got to run the meetings. You got to run the installs. And last issue I have with him is what makes Andy Reid so great, not the call, the, the play calls, which we see that, which, I mean, that's one of it. But the other thing is, like, adapting to the players. For being in me, he's my first practice. I couldn't believe it. He's dog coaching. He's dog cussing the players. I'm like, and not just the regular players, Kelsey, you know, you know, other players. So it's like, it's hard for me. I'm rooting for him because... He's a black coach, and I love to see black coaches win. Also, he's a running back coach. Running back coaches don't never get a chance to be their office coordinator. The yep. last one was like Anthony Lynn. So I want that to, 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 to do well for him. But if I have to do my job, to be honest, my thing is just where is the true value at? Is it then, is it having... All right, so that was LaShawn McCoy in a two-minute clip of his take on Eric Bieniemy. LaShawn McCoy actually spent a, a small stint with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um... Now, reading back, I did see there there was a point in time when he was with the Chiefs. He got benched um, for reasons being a lot of a lot of alleged reasons because he kept fumbling the ball. You know, running back, your job is to hold on to the ball. <laughs> so you kept fumbling the ball. So yeah. you got to take LaShawn McCoy's take with a grain of salt because there may be some personal angst towards Coach Eric Bieniemy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my. My take as far as what he said. And then you had some other players who came in defense of Eric Bieniemy, who said that 
no, he was a great coach, a great leader. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he did what he did at Kansas, Kansas City, and and these are former players that were running backs. Mm-hmm. Jamal Charles. Um, I'm trying to think of the other guy, but they came into his defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, heck, even Cheetah came into his defense. Mm. Yeah, Cheetah. Tyreek Hill said, no, Eric being to me, I'm loosely quoting him. Well, he was a great coach. It's a shame that nobody's hired him. Hmm. So I'm getting these mixed, these kind of mixed signals on, like, what's going on? Why you guys aren't hiring Eric being to me as a head coach? What's going on? So one thing that uh, McCoy said was he doesn't really involve himself in the pass mm-hmm. game and the leading, I guess, of meetings and the installs. So is that like the base level kind of responsibilities for the OCs for these NFL teams? If he's calling that out? Possibly. That might be one of the issues if if that's what they're taking into consideration when hiring a head coach do you have the do you have the unique skill to lead something of that nature or are you just being the uh the guy that's there to kind of mitigate the offensive plays through mm-hmm. basically um and maybe it's just because of that's just how that particular organization is like for instance isn't the Patriots similar to where uh, Bill Belichick does a bunch of the play calls. Well, a lot of the times you do get or you do get teams that the head coach does all all the play calling, or he'll a majority of the time he does all the play calling. Mm-hmm. I think there was like last summer there was an issue on the coordinators getting switched out in and out between the offensive defensive coordinator. They didn't really have a true offensive coordinator in in New England, so that's actually a good example. Mm-hmm. Where Bill Belichick was possibly calling all the plays for the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess the real testament to like coaching and it correlating over would be defensive coordinator because uh, too often times you don't really see the head coach get involved in defense like that. It's all schemes and 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 stunts and positionings. The head coach really isn't truly. Well, I don't want to say that. I don't. I don't know the full extent, but from what I've seen, what I've observed is when it comes to defense, that is usually the defensive coordinator. This, hey, I need stunts. I need blitzes. I need. I need mm-hmm. zones. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I've seen. Now I could be wrong, and, and it, by all means, anybody correct me. But a lot of times, you see a lot more defensive coordinators probably be, would be more fit to in a position of I'm gonna get a head coach job because I'm calling this. Or defensive-minded coaches, because mm-hmm. you know what's the saying in the NFL: defense wins games. Mm-hmm. Defense wins games. I mean, that's true. Yeah. It's it's very true. But to say that, what's the real reason behind Eric being to me not getting a job? That's crazy to me. What is he not getting the job for? You got now. Let's let's bypass the race because Ryan Ryan D'Amico. Uh, am I saying his name right? Ryan D'Amico. I'm pretty sure it's Ryan D'Amico, the defensive coordinator. The one that just got hired. Yeah, the one that just got hired from. Uh, Isn't it 
Some isn't it Ryan Ryan his last name? I thought D'Amico Ryan. Uh, yeah. DeMar- ah. Hold on, let me let me do some quick Googles, guys. Hold on, let me see. Come I don't on, get his, it together. Why am I messing his name? Get up? it together. I'm trying to, guys. <laughs> I thought it was D'Amico or something. Ryan. D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's. I'm sorry, D'Amico Ryan's. Up a whole name. I just put his first name. His last. <laughs> I inverted his name. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's, who who was recently hired as head coach for the um for the Texans, is uh was the defensive coordinator for. The 49ers. And the 49ers had one hell of a defense. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, now, granted, they did have um, t- two, three pro bowlers on their team. Fred right. Warner, Bosa, who's defensive player of the year. <laughs> um, heck, what's the other defense? I forgot the other defensive in his name. But, man, they had a stacked team on defense. Mm-hmm. But it still takes a coach to really kind of put that defense in position to be successful because you can have a whole lot of talent, but then, you know what I'm saying, you might not succeed with the talent you got because you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So D'Amico, Ryan, D'Amico Ryans is a prime example of, okay, I'm a defensive coach. I called my plays. I got hired on in the Texans. Now, the Texans ain't the sexiest job. But, no. But, <laughs> By any means. But it's still a head coaching job. But, but our, so now that he's moved, now that Eric Bieniemy's moved over to um, offensive coordinator over in the uh, the Washington Commanders zone, hopefully Ron Rivera lets him take over the play calling, um, mm-hmm. and he can get that opportunity. How long he's going to be over there? Who knows? It's a lateral move, but he gets a little bit more responsibilities. A little bit bump, bump in the pay. Um, so maybe it can be a stepping stone. It is a stepping stone. It, it is. It is. And depending on Washington's success, that really tell, you know, if he was really kind of like a little bit of the sauce in Kansas yeah, City. Yeah, because they need some help over there in oh, Washington. Yeah, they definitely need some help over there. <laughs> they got some good receivers, though. They got like two or three good receivers. They just need a quarterback. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's all they need is a quarterback. But. Yeah, no, this, it's a it's a damn shame about Eric being to me. Um, I just want I I don't know what it is again, but we all want everybody to get the same opportunity. So, but we can move forward, good people. Let's go on to our next next topic. Who? All right, so this is a question. It is it is free agents time. It is contract time. Uh, the combine's coming up and. We're going to see a lot of movement. I don't know if it's going to be as much movement as we saw in the NBA, but we're going to see a lot of movement. But So my question I pose to you guys is, where to go? Where's my question? Who is more valuable, Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts? The reason why I put that question up, and it's our next topic, is because Jalen Hurts is – Coming to the end of his rookie contract, he was a second-round draft pick. He gets that option to extend his contract. He's eligible for it, right? Mm-hmm. So talks have been up in the air about Jalen Hurts signing this mega contract with Philly, right? 
balled out. I have nothing but great things to say about Jalen Hurts. He did his thing in the Super Bowl. He proved that he is top five quarterback. I can go on. We, we're not going to do that again, so whatever. Right? <laughs> now, his contract could be a max, which could reset the market again. This is a ledge. This is a ledge. So the reason why I say that is because now if he gets however much in guaranteed money he gets, will that dictate what Lamar Jackson gets? Or if Lamar Jackson – let's let's even put this – throw this out in the air, people, good people. Lamar Jackson and and the Baltimore Ravens are now in a position of awkwardness (laughs) where it's – we're going on – the second year of Lamar not re-signing. And, too long. Too long. And on top of that, you got people who've got max guaranteed money ain't proved nothing. Lamar don't want an MVP. So, I say that to say this. Is Lamar going to stay? I know I'm I'm answering the question with a question. But, is Lamar <laughs> going to stay in... Baltimore for long any longer. Does is he worth the max guaranteed money? Comparing him to Jalen Hurts, Lamar's been in the league what two a year or two more. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's two more years than yeah. He, I think it's two. Yeah, Lamar. I mean, his accolades are what his accolades he's got it MVP. Uh, quarterback wise, he's not he's not he's not the best, but he's decent running wise. He broke the record for quarterback rushing yards. That was once held by Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. Great record to break. So let's compare them two. Let's compare the two as far as when we looking at um, looking at who deserves what. Right mm-hmm. now, Lamar Jackson, who's on his rookie deal, who's ex- is going to expire on the, March the fifteenth. Right. If we look at the numbers comparing him to Jalen Hurts. In terms of passing, Hertz has a higher completion rate at 66.5 versus Lamar Jackson at 62.3. Hertz has more passing yards. This is all in the 2022 season, good folks. Hertz uh, has more passing yards, 3,701 3, versus Lamar's 2,242. Now, let's take that with a grain of salt. Lamar was hurt. Um, he got hurt, I, I want to I say, like, week 11 or week 12 he was hurt. So, yeah, so he probably could have at least gotten 3,000. Yeah, he would have at least cracked 3,000. So let's take that with a grain of salt. More passing touchdowns. I mean, in the hindsight of it all, we looking at interceptions. The only thing I can look at is interceptions. Hurts had six versus Lamar seven. If Lamar would have played that's out. That's one difference. Yeah, that's one difference. But but, but look at this, though. If Lamar would have played a full season, he would have probably had 10 interceptions. Hurts played. He only missed two games. Six interceptions, and that's throughout the entire season, including the postseason. Didn't throw an interception in the postseason, which is great, which is awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Quarterback rating, 101.5 versus uh, 91.1. Again, Lamar didn't play the full season. Rushing yards. Now, Lamar has him beat in rushing yards. Well, that's his game. That's his game. Rushing touchdowns. Lamar hasn't beaten that. Seven rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But in terms, overall, if you look at the stats, Jalen Hurts is a well-balanced quarterback. And I'll take well-balanced 
over just the running gun quarterback. Yeah. But true, but I think for I'm gonna just play the devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. For the Ravens, I mean, because I guess it depends on how you, how do you want to classify most valuable, just for their team or just in general? Because for the Ravens team, mm-hmm. you take Lamar off the off the team, and it's a whole another different team. Same for Jalen, but mm-hmm. I think. More changes would have to like transpire. Let's just let's just say you know he becomes a free agent next month in March, and he decides to go somewhere else. I think they would probably have to revamp the team since everything is so centered around Lamar and his style. So the fact that you would have to like really revamp your team, I wouldn't even because say, of the style of your quarterback. I wouldn't even. I, Let's be honest here. Hold on. Let's be I'm honest just, here. No, no, no. Let's be honest here. They never built anything around Lamar. <laughs> they never built anything around Lamar. This whole, oh, they got this team built. They didn't put anything around Lamar. He never had a solid offensive line. Never had a wide receiver one. Even more. He even never. more the reason why he's very valuable. Because he don't have nothing per se. And look at what he's still trying to do and, and has accomplished and gotten himself a what? An MVP award. But let's look at let's look at with nothing. But let's look at the Ravens <laughs> historically. As long as the ownership's been there, as long as whoever's been there, GM, however long they've been there, mm-hmm. Ravens have been known only for their defense. Okay. And they won two championships off of their defense. True, but what have you done for me lately? What is their defense doing now? So, but listen to what I'm saying though. <laughs> if the Ravens are only known for defenses and winning, and they won two championships off of defense, and it's mm-hmm. the same GM and it's the same owner, and they won two, this is a brand. This is I don't want to say a brand new franchise, but they ain't been around super super long. They've been they've been around. They've been around long enough. Long enough, I say almost thirty years. But there are franchises older than them. But the Ravens have two championships. Really within a 20-year span of each other. Really, it was like 15. They won one in, oh, what was that, oh, one, And then another one, I want to say 2013 or 14. Oh, shoot, I don't know. But one of those two years. But they won one right right there. Mm-hmm. And they won it with defense. So if you have the formula or you can get a coach to win it with defense, I don't really think they're going to value having a quarterback like that. Because if you look at both of those Super Bowls that the Ravens won – Neither one of those quarterbacks were Hall of Famers. Neither one. True. Trent Dilford definitely wasn't a Hall of Famer. That's not a knock on Trent Dilford. And Joe Flacco, he is a thing <laughs> of the past. He is a backup on the Jets. <laughs> a third-string backup on the Jets. The Baltimore Ravens has won a championship with a third-string backup currently on the Jets. I that didn't realize says he was a third-string on the Jets. He is third-string. Honestly... He might be second string. I'm I've, over. I'm over exaggerating. Oh, but, but even still, it's like you don't really hear about him. You don't. So I kind of forgot about him. People forgot that Joe Flacco was in that Super Bowl. He he was the quarterback, and that year they had a running game. They had a great defense. That's what mm-hmm. they wanted off of. Baltimore Ravens aren't known for quarterback play. I'm sorry. So all they 
listen, this is not devaluing Lamar Jackson in any shape or form. I think he'll be some better somewhere else. Preferably Atlanta. You gotta look at you gotta look at it. Atlanta. Atlanta is better. It, it's a sexier market. They they already used to the flashy quarterback. They would embrace Lamar. And he right there next to his home state, Florida. Oh yeah. He gonna be right there. So it ain't nothing for Holmes to come up to come see him play. Yeah. So that's why I've said it it's the greatest it's the greatest place for him. And Atlanta is if not in a rebuilding stage, they are close to it. They don't really have a solid quarterback. They got they got Marcus Mariota, who is a thing of his who's a shell of himself from when he first was drafted. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said the best place for him to go is Atlanta. Now, if they're gonna shell out that money, I don't know. They might. If he wants that guaranteed money, he'll get it. He can probably Arthur Blank gonna find him some money. He's gonna <laughs> dig into that Home Depot pot. You know Arthur Blank own. He own uh, all the, the home, home Depots. The Home Depot pot. He gonna he, he gonna dig into that Home Depot pot and say, you know what, Lamar? I think I got two fifty for you. I think I got good two fifty for you. You just gotta bring him out. Listen, I I wouldn't look past Arthur Blank for doing that. Mm-hmm. To say I want the listen, if Lamar Jackson comes to Atlanta, I am buying a first. I'm gonna buy damn near an end zone seat to go see Lamar Jackson play in Atlanta. If he come, you always saying if something happened, you gonna do some extravagant thing. I'm gonna do it. I know them tickets are gonna be ridiculous, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Lamar Jackson come to Atlanta. I'm not an Atlanta fan by no means, but I was a Vic fan when he came when he was in Atlanta. My brother got mad at me. <laughs> I ain't. Know, I don't know if I told this story or not, but my brother got mad at me. So um, I had to be like in how old was I? I had to be like in seven to eighth grade. I was in seventh grade, and, mm-hmm. and it was school shopping time, right? <laughs> so my brother. My brother's 10 years older than me. So my brother was like, I'll take you school shopping. And at the time, Vic was hot in fish grease. Fish grease. When I say out the, uh, like right out the pan, he was hot. And mm-hmm. at that time, all the kids in middle school were Vic fans. I was a Vic. I was like, bro, I want a Vic jersey. I'm still an Eagles fan, but like, I can like players. You can like players, right? Mm-hmm. I, my brother took me up. What we went to foot action. We went to foot action. Brother was like, "What you want? What, what you want as far as jersey wise?" I'm like, "I want that Vic jersey." My brother gave me the screw face. He was like, "What? <laughs> you what want a you, Vic jersey? You would not. How dare you?" What? I said yes. In the black, in the black forces. The I wanted the black forces with the Vic jersey. I came to school fresh. I came to the bus stop. It was like, oh, where'd you get that? Bro, I remember that. Yeah, mm, bringing back memories. Bringing back you memories. over there cheesing. You can't even compose yourself. Well, man, I was fresh <laughs> to death with that Vic jersey on. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I have not seen you grin so hard. I was fresh to death with that Vic jersey. I'm just saying. But anyway, no uh, picture. You know what? I never. I didn't. Ha- we didn't have camera phones back then. You didn't have to have a camera phone. People still have old pictures. Oh, you, you sweat. You sweaty now. <laughs> it's it, these these lights. But yeah, no. Back to what I was the saying. The air is blowing right on me. We need to switch positions. I need that air. But well, we gonna stay just like this. But um, yeah. 
No, that's what I'm saying. Lamar Jackson have a huge fan base in Atlanta. He already does. Mm-hmm. They like, like him, so he'll be he'll fit right in. Now, as far as Jalen Hurts in his comparison, I think Jalen Hurts will get that guaranteed money, 200, 200 million. I think so. Philly got to do that. If y'all gonna give Vic, Philly didn't gave Vic a hundred million, not guaranteed, but they didn't gave him a hundred million, fresh from a bid, fresh from a bid. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like Philly is, wants to keep their quarterbacks here in the city. So if he gets over two hundred million guaranteed, the Lamar Jackson, he, it's a it's a no brainer. He's like, look, any team that want to sign me. I need that Deshaun Watson money. <laughs> we going back to Deshaun Watson because. Oh, gosh. He just messed up everything. Oh, he did, man. I mean, the Cleveland Browns did that. That man made out like a thief in the night, boy. And they team ain't do nothing. I mean, they, they did a little something when he came back, but it wasn't nothing like that. But this year it would be, we'll see what it's going to do. We'll see they ain't going to do nothing. We'll see what's going to do. Mm-mm. But anyway, who, if you, let me know who y'all think is going to get the who going to get the bigger amount. Is it going to be Lamar, guaranteed, or is it going to be Jalen? And, and are the two comparable? Do y'all think so? Let me know. I think it's Jalen. Jalen's more valuable to me, but that's my personal opinion. No bias. Sure, it isn't. No bias. I promise. Look, I was on Jalen's head top. You were. And and now he done converted me to a fan. I'm a Jalen fan. I'm gonna get your jerseys, fan. Win, lose, or draw the Super Bowl. I'm gonna get your jersey. You got right here. Oh, he don't have to win the Super Bowl. No, the way he played, he he no, he won based off his playing. He didn't lose that Super Bowl. He won that. Mm-hmm. He won a fan. Okay. Yeah. So okay, fan, fan. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out to Jalen. You play good, fam. Keep your head high. You know, next year. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let's go ahead and move forward, good people. We got the XFL. Oh. The XFL is back with Do You Smell? I haven't heard that in a long time. What the rock is cooking. You taking it back to the old school, rock. <laughs> It's crazy. Like, that man really used to be wrestling. I know. But he was the most entertaining thing ever. Yeah. Like, you could not not watch WWF without The Rock. Oh, well, I didn't watch it, period. I just knew he was on there, but oh, I wasn't watching I was a faithful fan up until, like, maybe 12 years old, and then I stopped watching. Mm-hmm. But still, when I was watching, every day. Monday, Thursday, I think sometimes they play it on Saturday. I don't know. But mm-hmm. Monday and Thursday for sure. Mm. The Rock. I'm waiting. <laughs> Jabronis. I need to put that as a drop. <laughs> You're a Jabroni? He has some oh, quota. He has some great God. quotable lines, though. He has some yeah. really quotable lines. Mm-hmm. Jabroni. Um, but, yeah. so the He ex- has evolved now. <laughs> Yes, very much so. He is one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid actors in Hollywood right now. And he does subpar movies. <laughs> but that that's for another story. I digress. Um, <laughs> XFL is back, good people. Um, let me cue to... We got the XFL back. It was very entertaining. Um, I watched... I, I'm not going to cap. I did watch a little bit of it. I, I caught the mm-hmm. clips. Um 
It looks entertaining. I, I gotta say, the hits look good. The field, I like the field. I'm gonna watch me a full game. I'm gonna sit down and watch a full game. I didn't catch everything, mm-hmm. but from the stuff that I did see, I was I was like, man, this this look like yeah. it's gonna fit. Give me my fix while I'm waiting for the NFL to come back. Oh goodness, you know I have saying? to check it out too. But give you your fix. Yeah, uh, give me my fix. You know, NFL number NFL. Yeah, no, get into that basketball. All right, we got March Madness coming up, but the XFL is way more, <laughs> more important to me. Okay. Uh, they kind of implement a little bit of NFL rules a little bit. Let me go over some of the XFL for those who don't know. XFL was um professional football league that began in its third or yeah that was founded by Vince McMahon and first played in two thousand one. Uh, it then relaunched in twenty twenty, but it had to stop due to COVID. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Then it kicked back off this year. Uh, let's see. Taking place over the weekend. It went over the place over the weekend. So you got uh, these teams involved. The D.C. Defenders, Houston Roughnecks, Seattle Dragons, Tampa Bay Vipers uh, all won their respective games this season. And let me see. Who are the other teams? I'm trying to go through everything right now and see. There's eight teams split into two divisions, and I just named four of those eight teams. The other teams show are, let me see, the Arlington Renegades, Orlando Guardians, San Antonio. Why does San Antonio have a team? (laughs) (laughs) Quit hating on San Antonio. Why the hell does San Antonio have a team? I'm sorry. Let them shine. They don't need a team. St. Louis (laughs) Battlehawks, okay, and Vegas Vipers, okay. I'm not mad at those other teams, but Seattle, you don't. I mean, San Antonio, you don't need no team. There's not a market out in San Antonio. Where's the market at? Am I missing something? I, I don't know. I mean, they got the NBA team. I XFL, guess. XFL. I guess. Any other? Team, I don't know. Teams will play 10 regular, uh, regular seasons or 10 weeks all the way up until April 22nd. Um, and then – that three weeks of the playoffs would be commence. Now, this is one thing I did here. Now, I ain't put in notes. I heard that the NFL is going to tr- treat the XFL kind of like G League. Mm. Which is good. It's really yeah. good. Because you know how the G League, they kind of like, all right, we already know who we're going to take from the G League. The NFL is basically going to say, all right, before the season ends, we're going to take – who we've been scouting and basically put you in the pool and we're going to draft. No, I, don't know, I wouldn't say draft, but we're going to invite you to become on the, uh, on, on the practice team or on the actual roster mm-hmm. based on how you do. So that's really good. I like that. Um, yeah. p- player development. Uh, it used to be that uh, NFL used to have this league. I want to say it was the European League or something. I forgot the name of it. But they used to have this league overseas, like in Canada, in Europe. They got rid of it. I used to like, I used to enjoy watching it. Hmm. They got rid of it for some reason. I guess because the market wasn't used to it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was it was well before any of this other stuff that, you know, they're doing right now. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I think one of the teams was called the Calvary. Uh, the Calgary? I got to I got research that, but. I'm glad the NFL is pr- finally putting this back into play. And then you got other leagues, the USFL and the Arena League. Mm-hmm. All stuff for people to develop, grow, mm-hmm. become stronger players. 
I like it. I like where they're going with this. So, yeah, sounds like a very good uh, opportunity to get that exposure, like you said, and then just give us some more entertainment. So you get your little football fix until the spring or through the spring and then um, can focus more on basketball. She want to go back to basketball. It's always a fight, y'all. Basketball. It's not always a fight. Always a fight. No, y'all. it's not a fight. Yeah, we fighting over the remote. We be fighting over the remote. No, we don't. Now nah, you putting out a narrative that's no. <laughs> we do not fight over the remote. We fight over the because remote. Because I am not the average woman that can't stand to watch sports. I enjoy watching sports. So a lot of times the TV stays on sports all day and I have no qualms. <laughs> you have no qualms? No, because I like watching sports. And then the fact that we have to, you know, get prepared for the podcast, we need to have the TV on. I feel like we're going to get to a point to where we're going to have multiple TVs with a bunch of different, like, games on at the same time. Yeah. And, just, and it's just like we're surrounded by it all. Uh, Yeah. I, I can't wait to just dive I wouldn't, into I wouldn't it. mind it. Yeah. That's actually something we need to do. Yeah, we might do see, it. See, yeah. see, see what I bring. Yeah, I like that. You idea. don't have to fight over the remote. So I don't know why you're trying to put that narrative out there. No, but you did get mad at me when I was trying to watch something else. You was like, "Is you was like, what is basketball on? You don't turn this." What were you watching? I don't know what I was. I don't. I don't know what it was. I was watching. But you was like, it was Whoa. something. And I'm like, this is whack. If you don't turn it to a game. <laughs> Something more uh, relevant. Because it was something more relevant. And it's like, we need to be getting ready for this pod. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm checking you on that. I don't know what happened. Hold on, guys. <laughs> We've been having, we have technical, technical difficulties. What you doing over there? <laughs> oh, are we froze? And we're back. That was just a quick technical difficulty. Yeah. Yeah, we are back. So, yeah, we're back. And I was just telling you how you were whack for whatever you were trying to watch instead of a more relevant basketball game. I just like the basketball stuff, you know? I mean, I just like the stuff that I like to watch. We watch we watch hella basketball. Listen to how this sound, y'all. I like the stuff that I like to watch. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. He said it. This is the cu- this is the couples. He said it. This is the this is where we break the fourth wall. It's the couple <laughs> stuff right here. He said it. This is the couple stuff. <laughs> Y'all heard him live. <laughs> that's why film. we. That's why we need five TVs. Do we need to roll back the film? We need five TVs. Do we need to roll back the film? We we need five TVs. We now we now them. we need five TVs. Yeah. Because you want to watch what you want to watch. He made that very clear. Picture in picture sometimes. We need picture in picture. Well, use the picture in picture then. We do. Uh, where, mm. where were we at before we were, if I was rudely interrupted? You were not rudely I'm interrupted. I'm joking. We just had technical difficulties. <laughs> I think we were, well, the XFL. So was it one more bullet point that you wanted to touch on or was that everything? 
Oh, and I mean, other than Dwayne Rock and his wife, Danny Garcia, were the ones that started. His ex-wife, I'm sorry. They took over the league. Um, I'm not sure why it took them so long to get this thing started back up, but I guess logistics and getting everybody um, getting everybody ready. Yeah, and then coming out of COVID. Yeah. All that good stuff. I guess so now we get football in the regular season. I mean, when on the off season and the combine's coming up, so it's not like we're gonna be deprived of football, of professional football completely. But I meant to put that in the notes too. What? They were talking about getting rid of the combine, the NFL combine. You guys oh. tell me. You guys tell me what you think about that. I'm not gonna go into deep dive, mm. but how necessary is the combine? How do you, do you do you want to see the NFL get rid of the combine? Cause it's it's kind of important. Like, what what is the NBA equivalent? Like, um, pro I don't know what would it like pro day or something. I think they have an equivalent combine, but it's not as talked about. It's definitely not as talked about. But I thought they had something similar. Cause I know I like watching the combine when whenever I can. It used to, it used to come on. Well, no, I think I think my mom always had like satellite cable, so we I got the NFL Network by default. So I used to be able to watch it. I used to enjoy watching who was going to run a a, a four five or a four three, and mm-hmm. and see how high they get drafted. Listen, <coughs> excuse, excuse me, excuse. Um, <clears throat> it used to be that the person who ran a four three was going to get drafted between the first and second round. Now mm-hmm. that don't really mean anything. You can run a four three all day, but what what your skill look like? Yeah, what your what, what that skill look like? They don't care nothing about that unless you are unless you are already coming out of college with a lot of hype and you run a four three. Oh, you definitely mm-hmm. a first round draft pick, mm-hmm. like for sure. They love that. You can't teach speed. It's just plain and simple. You cannot teach speed. No, you can't. But but you got to be able to use something. Yeah, nah. do do something with it. Yeah, definitely. Uh. Just out here running fast. One one <laughs> one thing before we leave the topic of the uh, XFL. There are a lot of former uh, NFL players playing in the XFL. Josh Gordon being one of them. If you know, Josh Gordon had an issue with the weed, man. Get mm. off the weed, man. Mm. Yeah, Dang. Josh Gordon, he he bought out a little bit. Um, one particular player I want to point out that is funny because he was a first-round draft pick <laughs> by the Broncos, of all people, Paxton Lynch. What makes this player so significant is, and I, and this is mean. This is really mean of y'all guys. But he has been benched in the NFL, the CFL, the USFL, and now the XFL. He has been benched in every league he has participated in. That is nuts. Like he starts off like starting and then yeah. he gets benched? Yes. Why? I don't know. What position does he play? Quarterback. Mm. Yeah. Okay. He's play yeah, he's been benched in every well, single league he's he been in. He must not be performing because if that's the quarterback position. I mean, that's very important, so you can't be messing up. Fam, how you get benched and first of all, congratulations to you for even making it to every league and getting a start. That mm. that, that that itself is an accomplishment, fam. That's also welcomed by backhanded slap as well. Like, you <laughs> have been benched, sir. You're trash. I ain't calling you trash, but you get benched, that means you kind of trash, fam. Um, 
but yeah, that's that was one thing I, I noticed or one thing I saw that was floating around. He's been benched everywhere. Man. That sucks. That really yeah, sucks. That does. But I mean I don't know. Hopefully he can do better. Somehow. Yeah, do better, fam. Do better. All right. We'll, we'll, mm-hmm. What we got next? What we got next, boo? So, up next, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> basketball. Bad NBA All-Star bad. Weekend just occurred this past weekend because right now we are filming this live as of Wednesday. And so, there were two teams, Team Giannis, Team LeBron. They were the captains of their respective squads. Team Giannis actually beat Team LeBron. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, LeBron had quite the winning record for a little bit. So, uh, LeBron's team lost 175 to 184. Jason Tatum set a record with 55 points. And, honestly, though... Is it really that hard to get 55 points in an all-star game? No one's playing defense. <laughs> like Nobody's playing no defense. It's literally the lane is, like, wide open. They're throwing the ball off the backboard, going to get it, slam it. Ho- <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking oh, that. Oh, Lord. Wide booty hole. <laughs> Inside ahead. joke, y'all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he also had 10 rebounds and six assists. The game... Let's see, was preceded by plenty of events that was held in the city. Oh, I did get a chance to watch a little bit of the celebrity game, and that was pretty funny um, to see some of the, you know, celebs out there hooping. But, uh, you know, the um, the Peloton instructor, I forget his name. Peloton oh, instructor, who you yes. talking about? Yes, uh, what is his name? It's something with a T. It's escaped me, you guys. But he was out there getting it a little bit. But, no, actually, though, because um, he won the MVP last year. But, no, who won the MVP was uh, Metcalf. Yeah. He was out there dunking. Ooh, he got some hops. You know what's so funny? What? The next day he got a text from the NFL saying, hey, it's time to take a drug test. You're kidding. Um, he showed the text. He said, "I don't You're know. Kidding. I don't know if he was playing, but he got a text message said, "Hey, man, you gotta take a drug test for playing like that in a celeb game, even though they know that man got hops. Oh, he got hops. He's super athletic. But, but maybe it's just a coincidence. Maybe it's a coincidence. That ain't no coincidence. That goes back to um, what was that? It didn't got me fired up. Stephen Jackson was just." You know, on the um, I Am Athlete podcast, uh-huh. and they were talking about that same thing. Like, they it's, it's, it's almost like, oh, is it really a coincidence that, oh, I've had such a great game, now I need to be drug tested? Because Brandon Marshall and Pac-Man Jones both said, like, yeah, they'll come off of a really good game, and then they get called in to be drug tested. But then Pac-Man Jones kind of laughed it off because he was like, honestly – I would take offense if they didn't because that means I wasn't out there, like, balling. <laughs> That's true, though. That's but true. But it's like, really? Come on. So, so Steven Jackson brought up they drug-tested Donovan Mitchell after he scored oh, yeah, them 70 did. points. But they didn't do it to Luka when he scored 60. <sighs> so it's coincidence? Oh, it's quite coincidental, huh? I didn't even Did I know just it. make – is that a word? Coincidental. Coincidental. It's coincident. I don't know. Is I don't a, know. Y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying stuff, y'all. That that just don't seem right. 
This man, he scored. Thir- he scored. And we talking about a celebrity game. Yeah, it's a celebrity game. Like, come on now. And that man got vert. He got a vert. What y'all? Man, what, what? man, hops. Game. Yeah. You know what's funny is that I'm surprised the NFL even let him play basketball. You know the you know the whole stigma. But they NFL. always let like one or two yeah, NFL but, players but, but play. How many times? Have you, we heard NFL players get hurt playing basketball and they tear an ACL or MCL? Well, that's because they just don't know how to play basketball. Oh, so you say they out here playing like <laughs> uh, playing, Anthony y'all. Davis getting <laughs> hurt. <laughs> Street clothes for real. Ooh, just injury prone. I'm just saying. Hey, I don't know. But, hey, it yeah, it is what it was. And then Janelle Monet, she was quite funny because she's definitely uh someone that's not athletic but she was out there and i forget who somebody blocked her shot i forget who blocked her shot some tall dude and it's like let let the girl live i know she lame. ain't gonna she ain't gonna look she Just ain't gonna lame. get the ball because when she first got out there she playing defense while she was on offense and Dwayne. Dwayne way was the uh the gm or slash coach or whatever and he out there yelling like, "You're on offense. <laughs> You're on offense." Why, <laughs> Janelle? Come, it's okay. It's okay. It was so funny, but anyway. So yeah. So um, what else? Uh, let's see. Oh, in the previous year, Team LeBron won. They beat Durant's team one sixty three to one sixty. So I guess you know it was time for somebody to be. He was like five and one, right? Oh, he was five Five and zero before he lost to Giannis. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And LeBron didn't play that much. He just played the first half, and he ended up like hitting his finger on the rim when he went to. He he blocked uh Shea, Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. And Shea had made a comment like, "So now you want to play defense (laughs) when I go up." Like and I think he might have said something like "I got you next time" or something, but I thought that was kind of funny because it's like ain't nobody spicy. out here playing defense like that for real. I mean, and he went up there like one of them blocks he did in the finals. Like, yeah, he okay, did. LeBron, he, he he blocked twice. No, Shay was talking spicy in Twitter. He I saw him talking spicy on Twitter. He was like, "All right, but I'm better than you <laughs> at 24 than when you were 24." He said that. Yeah, on Twitter I saw him say it. Oh my goodness! I told you that man was talking oh, be spicy. Be careful now. I'm telling you. Watch out, because LeBron is one of those petty people. Man, he, yeah, he will show you. Yeah, he he can he show you show better. You. He can tell you. He ain't gonna talk. Yes. So LeBron finished with 13 points in his 14 minutes of play. Giannis also barely played um, in the game. He had one bucket before he had set out for the rest he of the game, it. but he already had a um yeah, he had the little wrist the wrap. wrist injury. So yeah. I can understand that. Like, it's no need to possibly re-injure it or make it worse let's see and then during halftime of the all-star game lebron was honored for breaking the all-time scoring record so they had a tribute video why are you over there sighing it's the all-star game this is the all-star weekend is to celebrate so such a milestone as freaking passing Kareem, you got to acknowledge it. Don't be over there sighing. They do Quit it. hating. I'm not hating. You hating. LeBron, I love you, but. What you sighing for? It's I'm the All-Star weekend. No, we need to relish in the moment because you know what? The Lakers don't have much to be relishing about at this point. I mean, they talk about the Lakers. Oh, we still got a chance to make it a playoff. They do. They do. Y'all worse than the Cowboys. <laughs> Y'all 13th no, no, in the seriously, West. No, seriously, when you think about it, though. 
they're no, they don't no. have they don't have everyone has about you know twenty ish games left twenty three twenty somewhere twenty five somewhere around there. They don't have like the hardest schedule remaining. I'm not gonna call it the easiest, but they're gonna be playing some teams that's at five hundred or below five hundred. Mm-hmm. You got a chance. No. You have a chance. So anyway, I'm not gonna spend my time on the Lakers. That was just my little stint. We got a chance. I'm gonna just say we got a chance to get into the play in. Because we're just a few games back. Just a few games. All right, y'all. So back to the regularly scheduled program of these all-star festivities. Uh, Let's see what else. Steph Curry. Oh, why do I have Steph Curry? Oh, just from last year, he got the MVP. So it was kind of like, man, we didn't get a chance to see him since, you know, he's out. Because last year he had 50 points and made 16 three-pointers. So it was like, Lord. So, um... Let's see. I did like the back and forth between um, Jalen Brown and... Oh, and uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah, Jason yeah Tatum. that was a good, like, one-on-one matchup. It literally looked like this is what y'all must do all the time. They have to do that all the time. Yeah. Because it yeah. was just like... it was, it was. But it, it was good, though. Everybody cleared out. Let them fight. Let them fight. Yes, like, everybody was literally on the other side. Yeah. And it's like, okay, have at it. Yeah. And Jalen Brown and his... It looked like he had a masquerade ball mask on. Cause <laughs> Is it Mardi Gras? Man, because that thing was all black. I don't think I've ever seen a black one. I ain't never seen one. I always one. see it the clear like ones. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, he, he probably just want to add some swag, too. You know, I'm going to come out here with the black mask on, y'all. Fam, if you don't get all Go the with the jersey, you know, the black in the in the jersey sometime, you know. Stop do it, a little Jeremy. match. Stop no, it. Don't like, hey, I can't, can't even argue no, with it. No. So then, you guys, what else did we have? We had... The infamous dunk contest. Oh. And the dunk contest was, hmm, I tell you what, that thing right there was something to watch. If you did not get a chance to see it or catch any of the highlights, because we mentioned a no name, who knows this dude, Mac McClung, mm-hmm. okay, looking like where I'm from. Oh, That's he look like country boy. <laughs> he look like he country bread. He got that Ooh, looking face. straight like where I'm from. Yeah. Um, so he was on or is on a two way contract. So that means he came from G League, just signed the contract, and he won the the All Star Dunk Contest. That is like crazy. He even had some uh fifty point. I think fifty point dunks. Let's see. Yeah, he did. He have he all but one. Lisa Leslie, hey. Oh, it was Lisa. Yeah, she gave him. Oh, a, she gave him. A, uh, she no. gave him that nine. So. Oh okay. But no, I, I like I like it. Lisa was like, I, I'm just be. But man, he. Up. I mean, he deserved to win that because I mean now Trey Murphy, uh, the third he put on a good show from mm. the Pelicans. Yeah. But this dude, he was doing stuff, and I was looking like, well, dang, what did he do? It just happened so fast, and the way that he did it, some of these it almost looked like he did a whole double 360 and a double pumping and jumping over two people. And the man is only like 6'2-ish or something. Mm-hmm. You just wouldn't look at him and think he would even possibly come close. Not even close. To doing those dunks that he did. And like we had mentioned in the last pod, the fact that last year it looked so bad because it was so many missed dunks. Yeah. Or when they go up there and they 
jump up in the air but don't try it because it's like, oh, the ball ain't bounce right. It just takes the air and the anticipation and all the momentum out of it. So the fact that he was, like, executing, like, clockwork, like, yeah, I'm getting these dunks on the first try. He did it, though. I, yeah. I was like, this dude is so, balling out of control. I would dunks. say that I wouldn't necessarily say that he – I guess save the dunk contest, but it does make me look forward to next year because I would imagine he would come back next year, you know, and put on a show and see who who can challenge him. So here's a here's a question, because uh, I mean I, we can talk till we blue in the face about him. I mean, yeah. here's a question. I heard this buzzing throughout the week. Did LeBron single handedly kill the dunk contest? Oh, stop it! No, this is a real question. I know. I saw Stephen it on A. Stephen A. said that LeBron killed the dunk contest because he did not want to participate in the dunk contest because he did not make the all-star game. This was, I'm assuming his rookie year. His rookie year. That was the only time he didn't make it. Okay. So the argument can be made that LeBron, because his, the cachet of his name and he never ever decided to go into any of the skills challenges may have killed, may have killed the all-star just all-star weekend. I mean, of course People follow LeBron, and he has a very large influence on things. But I'm not going to say that he killed it because it could have been other people in the dunk contest Yeah, but besides LeBron. And let's just say he didn't, like, do so hot because sometimes people in that format may not be the best. Sometimes people just need to be in game doing stuff versus uh, I got to come up with these creative ideas and, and do this dunk and wow the crowd. I got one word for you, Jordan. That's all I got. Oh, for stop it. Jordan. Stop it. Vince Carter. Yes. All them people were in it. Dominique Wilkins, the stars, the people that were actually participating in the All-Star game. But that's what I'm saying. He is how many people in the All-Star game? It's a lot. So it could have been other people in the dunk contest besides LeBron James. So everybody want to blame LeBron James he for everything. The man can't do nothing. I ain't going to say If he don't blow his it. nose right. You know what? The reason why they didn't start a new tissue because LeBron James used the tissue wrong. Like, shut it up. I'm, I'm just sick saying, of you people. She's a LeBron stand over here. <laughs> I'm just Clear saying, no, as day I'm she not, a LeBron stand. No, I'm not blaming LeBron of the lack of showing. LeBron in the dunk. Contest. He did kill the All Star dunk. He, okay, he so it. if that's okay, we gonna say that. Then I guess I wouldn't say the three point contest has been killed, but it ain't been always the best that we would think. Who was the Who was behind that? The three-point contest? Yeah. I mean. Because sometimes there's people in there that's like, why are you in the three-point contest? Oh, you want to see the stars. Julius. uh, Yeah, I was surprised to see him in the three-point contest. Yeah, he had no business Like, you shoot threes, but you're not considered a three-point shooter. shooter, Like, (laughs) I mean, it makes sense for Dame. Actually, I'm happy Dame said, you know what? My name carries so much cachet. I know people will watch it. If yeah. I'm in it. Yes, that's and what I want to see. he got such a pretty shot. Yeah. Like, I'm glad, yeah, he got in there and he won. Yeah, he won. Of course, it's Dame. Yeah, he was shooting them shots like it was nothing. Just like in the All-Star game, he pulling up at half court. 
I would have loved to see him and Steph go at it. That would have been. Oh my goodness. That would have been yeah. prime time. I would have watched that more. I think more people would have tuned into that than the actual All Star game. Tuned into what? The oh, point, the three point yeah. contest. Yeah, I like watching the three point contest. Yeah. It, it gets a little because, I mean, it's just either you can shoot or you can't. In the moment, of course, that you can shoot because you in the contest, majority people, but. It's different when all these lights is on. Because remember, I chose in the top three, I said Dame, Herder, and Hero. And Herder, them lights must have been too bright. What did... Okay, guys. So where I left off was All-Star Weekend, the um, skills competition, um, the Jazz, Team Jazz, they won. And then another... Oh, so you haven't noted here. So... Hold on. Folks, sorry about the technical difficulties. We're back. If you um came back, we're back. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ain't that what we just said? Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to make it I had to make it known. But go ahead. I'm sorry. You over there with like you've been running around. <laughs> you ain't been you. running. All right. So another person that was um acknowledged during the All Star game was Carl Malone because not only, you know, we got LeBron that broke the record, Kareem is now second, Carl Malone is third. And with it being in Utah, I would imagine or assume that they felt it was fitting to also include him can I, as can, being can, one of the top scorers can since I get a little, he was. Can I get a little messy? I ain't going to – I just want to put this up here. Can I just, Do you – I just want to put this up here. I ain't talking about, no, We you Google Carmelo yourself. I just want to bring up this whole little thing what Carmelo said about Magic in the oh. All-Star game. He said this about Magic. I remember um, that. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can bring it up. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Carmelo was not the biggest fan of Magic. And well, ironically enough, I think they played together that summer. Did they? In the Olympics, and then you come to the season, and now you're like, ah, I don't want to do it because come on now, but go ahead. Yeah, let me let me cue up the video for you guys again. Sorry about the technical difficulties, folks. I gotta get a new computer, I'm working on a potato here, but uh, it'll be hard for me to play as hard as let's go ahead on this. This virus, it'll be hard for me to play as hard as I'm capable of playing, and if people can't respect my decision, that's tough. Magic's return for the 1992 All-Star Game in Orlando began as a divisive situation, but ended with an emotional charge. I played in that All-Star Game, and I know that the room was basically split right down the middle. Isaiah was trying to gather troops to go out and show a big force of, of love and respect for Magic. Oh, no! And then there was other guys, Carl Malone, those guys sitting there saying, oh, there's no way. And I don't blame Carl Malone. Mm. I was a lot like. Anyway, um, so that was a clip of players and you know Carl Malone voiced his opinion about him not wanting to play with Magic and missed the con- controversy with Magic and the whole HIV thing. Um, Carl Malone has a he's been quiet, but people don't forget. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, you guys Google the rest of the other stuff. But, yeah, Carmelo, I just thought I'd bring that up just to get a little messy. That's all I want to bring up. But go on. Go on. <laughs> so, in other basketball news, 
Um, we have, let's see. Uh, I'm going to skip. What you going to skip? Because I'm going to stay with the NBA. Um, so we got Victor Wimbenyama. He is getting a lot of uh, attention. I mean, he has been getting a lot of attention. And I guess here of late, of um, <clears throat> for those of you that may not have been hearing, but just some background on him. He is a, a from France. Mm-hmm. And let's see, he's around 29 years old. And he is widely projected to be the top pick in the 2023 NBA draft. Wait, wait, wait. 29 years old. Victor Wambignano? 29 years? He can't be 29 years old. Oh, did I say 29? 19. I'm sorry. I was about to say. I'm tripping. I'm looking at 2004 (laughs) and reading it like it's 1994. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. I'm I'm sitting there looking like. Right. And then when I said it, it didn't even dawn on me. Like, how is this man 29 years old? He is old. I'm like, dang, this man (laughs) been playing in the how long league? He about to get. uh, Is that even legal, him to get drafted that old? (laughs) I'm glad you. But I literally, you know how you look at something and your mind totally read it as something else? (laughs) I looked at 2004 when he was born as 1994. I, child, I don't know. I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Maybe because I'm thinking about my younger sister. But anyway. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Thank you for catching me. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. I'm scratching my I'm over that there loafing right hard. The <laughs> I'm loafing hard. Like 29. <laughs> you going to have to clip that one. Victor, I mean, I'm a 29 you years old. You see my face. I had the screw face. I was like. Wait a minute, did I put that in? You got me scrolling up. I'm like, wait a minute, did I put that in? I don't know. I didn't change the whole decade. Go ahead. So, yeah, so he's projected to be the top pick in the draft coming up. And he has been dubbed a once in a millennium, millennium, am I saying it right? Talent Mm -hmm. by LeBron. I'm Mm -hmm. surprised that he said that. But hey, You know, LeBron, he'll he'll cape for whoever's up next. He, he, He likes to be with the of the times, you know. Yeah. So he is seven foot four mm. with an eight foot wingspan. That dude's arms are long. Yeah. One of the tallest players in the NBA and has been praised highly for his unique style of play. Um, he definitely comes from an athletic background with his family. His dad, Felix, was a long jumper who measures six feet, six inches. He's six foot six. And his mom is six three. Well, yeah. Good Lord. He but was meant to be have, tall. How do you have a son that's tall? You know what? I hope he, that's what And he almost a whole foot taller than yeah, his dad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, what they probably got other us? people. What happened to us? We have somebody, a kid that's I hope six. so, because. If my son grow to be six six, I want a, I want a paternity test. <laughs> Y'all, this how you gonna do me? I want a paternity test. Well, that's fine. You can test me all you want to. I don't have nothing to hide. Uh huh. I don't have nothing to hide. My son better not be no six six. six Let seven. him be six six. I ain't gonna be scared of him. I'm, I ain't about being scared look, of him. We, Where my genetics run at? Like what? It's some. I got some tall people in my family. All right now. I had a cousin that uh was six ten. Okay. That's how tall, tall. Was his parents. How tall was my parents or his parents? His parents. I don't know. See, no, that matters. I don't know. That's a down the line cousin, but um, 
Anyway, I'm just saying it wouldn't be far-fetched. Sometimes they just take after somebody else. Who knows? Um, and so Victor, he made his debut in the 2019-2020 uh, and was named on the team of the tournament at the FIBA under oh like AAU uh 19 under basketball world cup in 2020 leading France to the final mm. okay so we gonna have uh him to look forward to coming up in the near future that is for sure they've been talking crazy about him like he's just like gonna be that guy which yeah he played in France take that with a grain of salt guys I'm just saying Lena mm. likes to rag on um players from France <clears throat> You know No, I don't. You know who. It's just one. You know who. No, that's because you was caping for him so tough. Go bear. What he going to do with the Timberwolves? They going to have the two twin towers. I said, he ain't going to do nothing. What she, you mean? What the, where where the Timberwolves at? On people from France. Where are the Timberwolves? Just saying. Can you tell me? Wait, who, what, what, what was it? Ginobili? Who was it? Ginobili or Parker? That was Parker from is Parker. From, yeah. Yeah. Par- Parker had the moves, though, man. Parker... That man had the Euros. Uh, he, but he was selfish. That's what Steven Jackson said. He mad because he didn't get the ball. Parker knew what to do with it. No, nah, Steven Jackson can hoop. Don't do Steven Jackson I ain't Jackson saying like he that. could. I didn't say he couldn't hoop. I say you mad because you didn't get the ball. Well, I be mad too if you selfish and I'm he open and I can ball. hoop. He got the ball. I'm going to shoot the ball. No, you a point guard. Like Kobe Pass said. Kobe said to Shaq, catch it off the rebound. I ain't passing you nothing. Catch it off the rebound. It's a difference if you're Kobe or Shaq. Tony Parker was good. He was awesome. But he wasn't no Kobe and he wasn't no Shaq. So what? No. And get, you playing for the, the Spurs. It's a it's a system. It ain't set up for just, you know, like we got Tim Duncan. Like you ain't first. It's Tim Duncan. I'm so glad Tim Duncan type players are done in the league. I don't want to see no more Tim Duncan players in the Couldn't league. Couldn't nobody stop him. It was so boring. Hey, they got some championships. But we had that whole conversation about Tim Duncan and the, and the fact that Coach Pop is still playing that old school basketball and then it's losing and he ain't lost his job. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Let's go ahead yeah. further. So then we have also um, trades that have already taken place, but um, we hadn't talked about it. So <laughs> Westbrook. are they No, are they really trades or are they just pickups? Well, originally, Westbrook was traded from the Lakers yeah. to Utah. Uh-huh. Now, we know Westbrook ain't going to be – because then I got to thinking, I said he had issues in Utah. Remember with fans and stuff, like yeah. racial oh, stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. He wasn't about to be in no Utah. Uh, he he so would have like, nah, quit. Uh-uh, get he me up retired. out of here. Yeah. So uh, the Clippers have now signed him. Yeah, he's so at least he gets to stay in his hometown of L.A. Mm-hmm. It's almost like weird. Like you're not going far. Like you're playing for another team, but you're not going far. Like just, you're in the same arena. Just retire after the season or the next season. However long just the Clippers retire. Are, just be because that way you can finish in your hometown. Because he's going to get passed around. Oh, you think he ain't going to stay for more no, than man. the Clippers ain't got they 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 trying to figure themselves out right now and they ain't got it. They it's not wrapped too tight with with Clippers with um, Tyrone Ty, uh, Tyrone Lou and all that whole organization. It's just like mm-hmm. y'all got the players. Y'all just aren't doing anything with them. Mm-hmm. It just don't That's make sense. That's why I said I don't believe in the Clippers. It was a few pods ago. I said I, I don't believe in them. Because they, they have not, like you said, they have not 
It's like they haven't played enough games together to really just have that true chemistry. Like they, they have don't. the talent, but yeah, I don't. I'm not a believer. So you know, we'll see how Russ um, performs under this new team. I I am curious to see if he's going to start. He might. So nah, he ain't starting. I nobody. I heard Coach Lou is you know speaks his language. So we'll see if. He's able to maybe get through to him better. Coach I, I don't know. Get to him, man. He's just gonna be what it is. So yeah, we'll see. Selfish um, <laughs> he called himself. He is a, that's a selfish player. Uh, yeah. He he has his moments, but I think it's more of his decision making. I think is what's the worst thing. He doesn't make he, the best decisions, especially in crucial times. I saw that even when he was back with KD at OKC. He was doing that. Yeah. But, I mean, he was young then, so you would think, okay, you get older, you get better, you get smarter as you've progressed through the league. But, eh, he still kind of makes not so good decisions. Womp. But, anyway, um, Patrick Beverly also was traded from the Lakers and or let go whatever you want to say it y'all he left so don't be adding me he didn't he gone from the Lakers all right he got he got traded and to the Orlando he, Magic oh, and then they, the Magic. they released and they waived and, him and so now he's with the Bulls his hometown and now he's home yes and I guess in Patrick Beverly fashion you know he gonna make some statements have some quotes out there so was this on Twitter this was on his uh he got oh, his a podcast. podcast yeah so I guess he said he can't wait to knock the Lakers out of playoff he gonna act contention. A fool like he did last yeah, year. Yeah, he gonna go stand on tables, take Cry. a shirt off. He gonna <laughs> <laughs> the playing yell, yell at the bench. He probably gonna say something to LeBron. Yeah, you won't be smiling in my face, but behind closed doors, yeah. you got me up out of here. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't know, but yeah. Um, and then let's see. Um. Oh, so they will be playing them two times before the season? Yeah, is? two times before the season. Two, okay, so all right. We'll yeah, it's going to be interesting. See how that goes. Them little two games, they out of 10th place. Might be the the Bulls that knock them out of 10th place. I highly doubt it because <laughs> I don't know what's going on. The Bulls are inconsistent every year. I mean, every game it seems like. They mm-hmm. have one good game, and then Caruso or DeMar decide, eh, I don't feel like showing up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. All right, you want to take the next one? What we got? What's the next one? Um, let me. Oh, our actual titles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause we ain't one of those. Nate McMillan was recently fired. What was that on? What was that Tuesday? This week. Was it was either yesterday or Monday. One of them yeah, today. Uh, yeah, it was, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday too. So as we're recording on Wednesday, he was fired. It was initially announced he was fired on Tuesday. Um, Nate Miller was fired by the Atlanta Hawks, starting off at twenty nine and thirty below five hundred. The decision was poorly reported due to issues between. Nate McMillan and the star guard Trey Young, including the disagreement that led to Trey being away from the team for a December game, but that later on got cleared up. Um, But there was always in the rumblings that they were going to get rid of Nate McMillan anyway. He was an interim coach, then was made the actual head coach because he, you know, he took him to the playoffs, took him to the Eastern Conference Finals that year Mm -hmm. um, and got knocked out by the Bucs, who eventually won the championship. So. He is now going to be replaced by Joe uh, Prutney, who's been named the interim coach. 
Um, they are start. They're still currently looking for a, repla- a permanent replacement for Nate McMillan, but uh, Putney is just going to be the interim coach for them while the time being. Um, I guess the time is great because they are now coming off an All Star weekend. And, you know, they get a break. They get a chance to kind of learn how, I guess, this new coach is going to run his offense going forward. And, I mean, we, we I heard about this a while back, too, about the whole Nate McMillan versus Trey Young thing um, mm-hmm. and how it was beginning. How it was beginning to be a problem because uh, apparently Nate McMillan is on the, the uh, Coach Pop kind of thing where he's old school. Mm-hmm. And the NBA is – well on its way off of the old school way of playing yeah. NBA, um, whatever that is. I heard, uh, I heard, what's his name? Um, Gilbert Arenas talk about like the old school versus the new school way, and mm-hmm. the old school is not going to be the way. If you're still doing that, you're not going to win, or you don't want to win championships. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You see, it's not winning championships. You got these old coaches who are still around. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you saw like a seasoned head coach in the past five years? I mean, somebody who's been around for at least fifteen plus years, or at least well into like the early two thousands that play that that still coach that way or that are succeeding right now in the NBA. Let me help you out. You're you're not seeing it. <laughs> you're not seeing it. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Steve Kerr played nah, in the old nah. school way. I'm talking about coaches. I ain't talking about playing because there's a lot of coach players, a lot of player coaches in the league. But I'm talking about coaches, coaches. That coach, that old school, I'm going to, you know, pass a million times, play defense, we ain't shooting. I don't think when they but I, when they say old school, I don't know if they necessarily mean that per se because What do they mean then? Well, um I think you should go through what the potential tension was between the two cuz it's kind of alluded <clears throat> in that. Okay, let's see. Uh y'all wanted to focus on his treatment. Okay. He didn't want to take part of the shoot around. I thought it was because he was hurt for a minute. Mm-hmm. But let me see. Oh, you didn't want to talk about the bullets or the group? Go, go you talk about the bullets since. All right. So um there was a dispute between the two, Nate McMillan and Trey Young, as to whether Trey was going to participate in shoot around, receive treatment during walkthrough and play in the game against the Denver Nuggets. So Young wanted to focus on his treatment and not take part in shoot-around, and that was not approved by Coach McMillan. As a result, McMillan presented him with two options and was like, hey, you going to play off the bench or you just not going to show up? So what is an NBA player going to do? A star. I'm not showing up. Oh, you going to give me like an ultimatum type thing. So, <laughs> so Young, he chose not to play. And that led to the speculation that there was like tension um, between them. Trey downplayed their dispute, you know, saying it got smoothed over. But then, as we can see, <clears throat> Nate is now fired. So, 
That said, I feel like that's part of the old school where it's like, okay, this is your star player. If he needs treatment, we talking about shoot around. We're not talking about practice. It's the difference between shoot around and practice because honestly, being a college athlete, of we did shoot arounds, but I'd be like, man, I do not feel like going to this shoot around because the shoot around is literally the day of the game. So let's say you got an evening game, you got shoot around probably sometime in the morning, and then you'll go eat, rest up, and then you got the game. I know if as a college player that I wasn't necessarily all for shoot arounds. I know good dang well these NBA players like bro. Especially when it's like I'm trying to get my body more prepared because I might be sore or dealing with some type of, you know, injury or something. Let me kind of rehab that. But maybe Nate McMillan felt like, well, you can do that at another time. But it's like sometimes give leeway to your – this is your star, yeah, Trey. Like, come on now. And it's going to be against the Nuggets, whom has been, you know, at the top. But maybe, uh, but maybe it's a thing of, listen – you got to thug it out. That's what maybe McMillan's thing Well, that's is. what I'm saying. It's yeah. a difference. So that's what I'm thinking the whole old school, new school. Like yeah. him and his mind as a coach thinking, like you said, thug it out. You know, we played through that stuff back in our time. Well, this is a new time. You don't run, and, the, you don't run the team. I run this team. And I, I, yeah. you go under my rules, but management seems to think otherwise. And causing a rift in that. And especially with your star player, with your star, yeah, that's an issue, Nate. You can't do that. Yeah, and so, it, but, but I kind of feel like, okay, that's one thing. It has to be more stuff than just this to it, get somebody it has fired. To. And of course, now they didn't, they haven't been performing well. They're below five hundred. Yeah. So In normally the they'll get a coach up out of there if you know you've not won games. But that little incident just makes me think it's probably other little stuff. That had been going on because I almost feel like with AI, we talking about practice. And it ain't even pr- – shoot around is not a practice. You're literally just running through some plays, getting some but shots it's, it's, up. It's, it's easy to, <laughs> to, to, to talk That's about. That's what Trey Young said. Sum it up. He we said, just what? talk about practice. We what are we talking here, about? I'm supposed to be the franchise player. Yeah. We in here talking Trey's about the franchise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. practice. Not yeah. a game. Not, not a game. game. Not a game. Because I'm going to show up. Practice. Right. That's what Trey. That Trey, I'ma show up for the game. Not a, not not the game that I uh-huh. go out there and, and die for. And he mm-hmm. little like AI too. game like yeah. it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. I can but see Trey just, he's, he's just doing that. He's just like, yeah, because okay, we got the stats here. So for um, let me see, for the past four seasons, he's been averaging 25 points a game, nine assists, almost four rebounds. And then for this current season, he's averaging 26.7 points a game. That's 11th. We're talking about 11th mm-hmm. in the NBA. 2.9 rebounds, 10 assists. 10 assists, that's second in the NBA. So this dude is averaging a double-double with mm-hmm. his at his stature. Let that man go and ice his legs or whatever he got to do his treatment for, for during shoot-around. Mm-hmm. He know the plays. He the freaking point guard. 
I don't need to know these plays. The other people need to know. Tell them. Now, I can't tell you exactly what they're doing in their shooting room. I'm just saying, in general, you're not. it's not a hard practice. That's why they call it shoot around, because it's not like a practice. It's the day of the game. I, I guess he didn't want to make it seem like to the Giving rest of the players. Giving him special yeah, treatment. Yeah, I'm giving you but special But sometimes treatment. your special. star player needs special treatment. Yeah. Because you know what? I'm the special one. Yeah. You, you, you know what's funny? When I was in high school, this is what my coach used to say. This was my junior year into my senior year because I had four different coaches. So my junior year into my senior year, hey, coach, you know who you are. <laughs> um, he used to tell us, he used to be like, now everybody got the green light, but some people just have a greener light. A greener light. <laughs> that was like <laughs> his infamous. And that used to crack me up. And, of course, I knew who he was talking to. He was talking about me. I had I had the greener light, but I know some people didn't like that. But it's true, like every everyone is not going to get the same amount of shots. That's just not going to happen. That's not that's not how life works. You know what I mean? Life doesn't work where if you got your top performers and you got your bottom performer and they gonna get the same uh praise or the same pay. So it's the same thing in sports. Like, some people have the greener light. So he should have gave, given Trey Young the greener light. <laughs> That's Lena telling her. Mm-hmm. Coach E V, you know where you at, Ag. <laughs> holy, holy. <laughs> it's the truth though. So I don't I don't think that's like I don't think that's un I don't think that's unfair. To, do, I, to just can, let him slide on the game and just let me go. Because it's not like you're letting me um, miss shoot around because just for something outside of basketball. Like, it's for basketball purposes so that I can be ready for today's game. I can understand from a standpoint of you guys play so many games anyway. This is yeah. not, not to take away from the fact that it is a regular season game, but – Listen, man, it's not to put any more wear and tear on my body. I'm the star player. Yeah. Kind of like how they did in the NFL. That one time they took Peyton Manning out when they was already in the playoffs, but people were pissed. They were like, Peyton, you don't need to play. You can just sit down. But then that year was the year they were supposed to go to the Super Bowl, right, and win. You talking about – What's the regular season game, though? If I take Peyton Manning out – Well, you talking about the regular season? Oh, no. Again, my mind went to the one where they uh, sat out. It was during the playoffs, I thought. They said then, they they would never sit Peyton Manning out in the playoffs. Didn't they do something like no. that? Or am I thinking no. so? Or am I, I confusing think a, it? You so it, was, it. it the, was a regular season game. It was a regular season. But they, the Colts were infamous for doing that anyway because they would always, if they would get a playoff berth or a playoff, uh, like the home advantage, they're going to sit Peyton Manning. But yeah. Peyton Manning hated that stuff. He was like, "Listen, man, I want to still play. I, yeah. I, you know, keep my my mojo right. going." Yeah, they don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. But I bet you, if it was Coach Phil Jackson, he would have let Trey Young get that treatment. Hey, he let Dennis Rodman go oh, to Vegas or whatever. His little Vegas vacation story. for three days or however long he was gone. Really? Listen, that that will never happen <laughs> in the NBA again because. First of all, Dennis Rodman is a different type of animal. Right, and that's understanding your player. So yeah. it's like let Trey just let him, let Trey be Trey. Yeah, but yeah. I guess what is this? Is this this an alleged incident? Yeah, we don't. We really just know. talking. We don't know. But if that's the case, it's like come on, bring him back, but, people. Yeah, bring him back. Um, but yeah, that's all we got on that one. So 
you want to just end it with the Alabama? Because I didn't realize the the very last one. It's like, oh, we should have talked about that earlier. But. Yeah, we should have talked about Carr. We'll, we'll, we can graze over Carr, and, but we'll start with Alabama. Um, Why Al- don't you just graze over Carr now? Yeah, let's graze over Carr then. Uh, Derek Carr was had a visit in New York with the New York Jets. I'm a, I'm gonna be quite frank. Derek Carr is trash. Lena hates when I call people trash, but he's hot garbage. He's been hot garbage for the past. The man in the NFL, I say that much. Yeah, you can be, you can be in the NFL. Salute to you for making it in the NFL, but you're still trash. And the no, fact that I you guys are still it. shopping this man around like he is <laughs> some kind of phenom. It it befuddles me so much. So where I'm like, maybe maybe Geno Smith is somewhat of a decent quarterback if y'all shopping people around like that. Anyway, yes, I'm popping popping my ish because I'm so sick of Derek Carr and people thinking he's going to be. Listen, okay, I, I can grace. I can respect. I can re- I can respect. <laughs> God fearing man, but he's not worth it. Take I tell you what, take 39 year old. Uh, Aaron Rodgers over thirty-one <laughs> year old Derek Carr. Sorry, that's my that's my take on that. Okay, he's not worth it. Four thousand yards, yeah, whatever. You guys make one playoff in those nine year stints, whatever. All right, we'll we'll go on to the next one because Lena doesn't want me to go into my these rants. These rants, come on now. All right, we got um going back into basketball. Um, there was some recent news. Uh, let me see. It was Brandon Miller of the Alabama Crimson Tide basketball team uh, was recently. Where is that article at? I just had the article pulled up. Let me see. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon Miller, five-star recruit, one of the top players in the 2022 draft class, or excuse me, 2022 regular um, recruiting class, was recently involved in an incident that led to the death of a young mother, according to the police. Uh, who Brandon was accused of bringing the weapon that killed her, uh, 23-year-old Jemiah Harris. Um, now, let's use context because there w- the media likes to play these word games, these nasty, nasty word games with the young athletes, young black, black athletes. Again, I don't want to make it racy, but I just, I just see how it was played. How it was displayed on ESPN, it was it was clear as they led out to believe that Brandon Miller was involved in this incident because it said that he brought the weapon to uh, the junior Darius Miles that was used to carry out murder of this young lady. Right? Mm-hmm. We saw the headline. There was no context put into it. So if there's no context put into it, you're gonna think the worst, right? Mm-hmm. You're gonna think, oh. Good Lord. So he's an accessory to murder because he brought the weapon, right? Right? No, 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 no. That's not it at all, right? So basically, in context, Brandon, who gave um, who gave Darius Miles a ride, right? Miles left his his gun in the car of Darius of Brandon Miller. Mm-hmm. Brandon Miller or Brandon Miller was then told to come back in a text message to give back his gun to Darius Miles and he brought the gun back. Now, I'm going to read this verbatim. This is exactly what's coming. Tuscaloosa detective Brandon Culpepper testified Tuesday that Miller brought uh Darius Miles gun to him 
on the night of the fatal shooting of 23-year-old Jemiah Harris after Miles texted him to or texted him and asked him to do so. Investigators wrote in a court document that Miles admitted to providing the gun used in the fatal shooting, but Davis fired the weapon. Miller has not been charged with any crime. The Crimson Tide coach, Nate Oates, said in a news conference later Tuesday that the program had been aware of Miller's alleged link to the case. Uh, Paul Whitley, Tuscaloosa chief deputy in district, told uh, AL.com on Tuesday that there's nothing we can do. An attorney representing Brandon Miller said Wednesday that he never touched the gun and uh, was not involved in the exchange in any way and never knew that illegal activity involving the gun would occur. The statement comes one day after a police investigator testified during a preliminary bond hearing for the former, uh, excuse me, excuse me, for the former uh, Alabama player, right? So that being read out, basically, in, in totality, he had nothing to do with it. It's just like if Lena had a gun, she left her gun in my car, and it's registered Lena. Didn't touch it. It was left in the back seat. She said, hey, can you bring my gun back? Cool. I come back. She get, grabs the gun. That's it. Mm-hmm. They The way it was so nasty, the way that they left it to open for interpretation. No mm-hmm. context, no nothing. You just said he brought the gun to Miles that was used in the murder. Can you please put some context in it within the first 30 seconds of you opening with that statement, please? Yeah, it's just Alabama's men's basketball team, they were number one at one point, now they're number two. It's just like the media, they they already have all this great attention, but it's like let's just put something on it to kind of damper and get everybody stirred up and talking about this because Alabama's team is just doing so phenomenal. It's like, for what? We've already heard the situation. Right. So now it's like, oh, it's kind of like the clickbait thing. Like, oh, let me see. There's there's something else. And it's like, no, that wasn't even his gun. But so that's he just what... returned the property back to the owner. So to 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 kind of all right. So me and Lena were having a discussion about titles, right? She was like, "I don't want to be in that because that just is clickbaiting." And uh, <laughs> I had to tell Lena basically, "We gotta play the game," and that's the game that the media is playing right now. Which I get it, but then I don't get it. It's 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 a nasty, 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 nasty narrative. Yeah, especially when you're talking about these are like kids. Yes. You're you're in college between the ages of eighteen and twenty two ish. You know. Yeah. Like, Nasty don't narrative. be tarnishing these people's names like this. Like this, that's just crazy. It's man. disgusting how you guys were framing that. Like this man has something to do. First of all, the man, young man's been balling out of control. He's been balling. All the more reason why I feel like that's why they did it. Like, oh, let's bring some attention this way. Yeah. Because he is being a standout player. He's a standout player and said to be a lottery pick at some point. I say he'll, I say top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. He's going to go high in the draft. But the fact that all this kind con- listen, man, don't frame it this way in any shape. It's already a blackout on the University of Alabama to be involved in a street shooting. What, what is this? Mm-hmm. You you can't this they're trying to distance themselves so far away from this stuff because that's not the name they want to tar they don't want that kind of tarnishment on their name. 
So the fact that big media outlets are posting this stuff and framing it in the wording just to get the clickbait is disgusting, and I don't like it. Because it, it, you're very select on who you decide. Do you want to frame it in such a, a, a nice way? Yeah. It's disgusting. You need to stop it. Mm-hmm. Please stop it. Because it's it's just, when are we going to get to a point where we get um, some kind of integrity anymore in, in media? Mm-hmm. There's no integrity. You guys are looking for the quick, I want to make sure that somebody clicks on this video. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. Now I'm not going to sit here. I'm 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 a hypocrite because I have used titles before, but mm-hmm. that's me playing a game. But if you're a big media, you shouldn't even have to worry about that. You have the cachet. You have the audience. Yeah. You don't need to be clickbaity. ESPN, <laughs> Fox Sports Net. Y'all don't need that. Y'all got the audience already. Yeah. What What's this for? This is for YouTube channels, the likes of ours who are trying to grow, and other YouTube channels, or just other out media outlets who aren't as big as you. You the big fish. Yeah. Now, that's just me being honest. I just want to say that. But, you know, Brandon Miller, man, we, you know, we looking at you. We cleared it up for you. So that way, you know, you're not an accessory to murder, because that was horrible. When I heard that, I was like, man, that is... I just feel bad. And then they had to... And then what makes it even worse is they had the mother up on there. Mm-hmm. Doing an interview, and she seemed like she was so upset and distraught. Well, she was, but the way that it was put or clipped, it made it seem like Brandon Miller was it. Like, mm-hmm. well, you don't know any context, you would just think, "Oh, why is he not in jail too?" He didn't have nothing to do with it, right? So that's just disgusting. That's that's basically what I want to say about that. That's all I got to say. Um. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up. Before I go, I do have a clip. Before, ooh, and we got to remind them to look at the trivia question. Oh, yeah, we're going to remind y'all to look at the trivia question. I got a clip that I want to play for y'all. I love Philly. And I'm about, what I'm about to say. You do not pay this man. Just shoot me off wherever he finna go. It's over. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. deal me <laughs> with you. Listen, so you talk about pressure? Now, that was A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give props to uh, Raw Room podcast. That was their clip. That was their clip. Uh, AJ Brown went in their podcast. Well, we we plug a lot of podcasts, and we, we gotta do. stop that. Um, because <laughs> we listen to so many different sports things. But go ahead. Yeah. So uh, AJ Brown went on the Raw Room and said, "Hey, basically, if Philly don't give Jalen uh, Jalen Hurts the money, and he decides to leave." I'm leaving too. <laughs> can't blame and him. And I can't blame him. <laughs> I don't want to get passes from Minshew. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want no pass from Minshew either. Ooh. He was upset that game that Minshew missed him and threw that pick. He was visibly mad. He just did it. He just held it in good. But it was yeah. just like, man. But I, I can't really blame him. So mm. I just I wanted to put that out there because I had the titles clipped together. And but anyway, um, trivia question before we get out of here. When was the last time the NBA All-Star Game was held in the U- in the state of Utah prior to 2023? You know where to leave your comments down below in the YouTube. I'm starting to see y'all answer the questions. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Just do it while it's relevant. <laughs> 
always dude, been people answering like, late. Yeah, like, like when I leave it up on those other on those other videos, they answer the question. Do it right now because <laughs> that way you can get the credit. And because I'm gonna be honest, I don't take that question down when I'm doing them separate videos. Y'all gotta do that right now. Yeah, All right, we're not doing retroactive. No retroactive. Um, and you know, shout Surprises. out to shout out to you know everybody who's watching. I pr- we appreciate you guys a lot. Mm-hmm. We've been growing. I've seen. I mean, the growth exponentially. Continue to share the video. If you love our content, share with your people. Mm-hmm. Let them know about us. We're raw, rugged, honest couple. We share our lives. Yes. Except when we talk about eating cake. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Eat the cake. Watch out now. Watch <laughs> out now. Uh, yeah. So let me let's get up. Let me play my theme music out here, good folks. Actually, this is me and Lena's theme music right here. Hey. Ah. All right, that's enough for y'all. One day we're gonna have just a straight up stream with y'all when we playing good music, but y'all not gonna get that right now. Maybe when we hit ten thousand subscribers, we will. But not right no, now. You want to do your DJ thing? Hey, yeah, we gonna do. Boy. Lena, come on now. Look, 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 hold on. Before we get out of here, before we get out of here, it was literally, it was Super Bowl weekend. Lena, I, I, I turned the music on, and I was being a little DJ, but Lena was getting mad because I kept changing the song. I, I let the song play almost throughout the whole song, but she got mad. Why no, you keep changing the like thing? halfway through the song. That's like when, you know, a lot of us grew up on the weekends, we got to do cleaning chores around the house. Music is playing. Who's skipping songs? No one's skipping songs. I'm being a DJ. We're right, no, we are in the house. Me, me, and you. It's two people. Y'all tell me who he DJing for because I was in the kitchen. I'm having a good old time. I'm singing the songs. I'm like, okay, and another one, and another one. I'm just singing along with the songs. So just imagine you singing some of your favorite songs. And, oh, we go to the next one. It's like, come on now. You tripping. There is no crowd to DJ for. It is me and you. It was a virtual enjoy, crowd. No, enjoy the moment. Let's be in the moment. You're a be in the moment type person. Who are you DJing for? Nobody. Let the song play. She is really adamant about this yes. whole DJ thing. Y'all she need was, to say something about that. Well, how do y'all play, listen to y'all music at home? Because she I need to let mad. the song play. If I'm singing, especially you hear me singing, that means I'm enjoying it. So that's what the DJ need to do. Know your personnel. If they enjoying it, let them keep enjoying it. She Don't start was, doing yeah. all this craziness and skipping all these songs. I'm going to skip Skipping songs. through. No. What's wrong with skipping songs? Mm-mm. Because, Jason... If you're watching, get on him. You DJ. Used to DJ. She's going to give her cousin a shout out. I sure am. <laughs> Tell him. Don't be skipping through uh, the songs. Oh, I'm supposed to be looking at this camera. Don't be skipping through the songs. Let the songs play, especially if you hear me singing. That means I like it. Let me continue to like it. Thank you. That That's was all Lena's I got to rant. say. That was yeah, Lena's I'm going to rant on that one. Yeah. All right. Anyway, good people. We're going to get up out of here. Uh, y'all know my saying. Hold on, let me play this. Couple that plays together, stays together forever and ever and ever. Y'all have a good night, good folks. We out this thing. Bye.